Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from, from around the world. Welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion. First of all, I would like to use this opportunity to thank esteemed sister Amakama for this opportunity to lead in this session of intercessory prayers. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you, and I love you so dearly. Esteemed family, right away, we'll move to our first prayer segment, and we'll be interceding and declaring words over our military bodies and security agencies in every nation of the world. We'll be praying especially for those who occupy the various leadership positions in these sectors, that the wisdom of God is at work in them, that through them, the will of God is done in their countries in these end times, that these leaders are very instrumental in the spread of the gospel. They are very instrumental in in enforcing peace in their nation, that they are not tossed to and fro by wicked and selfish men who want to hijack the security of nations for wicked purposes. Esteemed family, we declare peace, peace with prosperity all over our nations because when there is peace, that is when our gospel will be able to spread into every man's world. Esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from, kindly unmute your mic and intercede fervently for the military bodies and security agencies all over the nations of the world. Rayamabara <laughs> 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you for this opportunity to pray and intercede for our various military bodies and security agencies in our various nations and in all other nations all over the world. We thank you for those who occupy the various leadership positions in these sectors, that the wisdom of God is at work in them, that the spirit of excellence is at work in them, that through them the gospel is spreading all over their nations of the world that through them oh lord the peace peace with prosperity is enforced oh lord we declare peace peace all over the nations of the world because when there is peace so will our gospel spread into every man's world indeed we are entering every man's world and peace is very instrumental so we declare peace peace we come against evil men and women who invest in in causing wars who invest in the production of ammunition and nuclear weapons, men and women who invest in causing unnecessary confrontation between leaders of nation. Even now, oh Lord, we hijack their thoughts in the mighty name of Jesus. We snatch their word in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for this opportunity to intercede for our various security bodies and military agencies. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Esteemed family, straight away, we'll move. To, okay, thank you so much for sharing the screen. We'll move to our next prayer segment. And today, so it is a continuation of yesterday. Yesterday, we prayed for a session of Canada. Who is also having an election today. And today we are still praying for the 2023 Manitoba general elections. 
which is scheduled to occur on October 3, 2023, to elect members to the Legislative Assembly of Manitoba. Okay, so we'll be interceding for this election. So we'll be praying that these elections will be free and fair, devoid of any form of electoral violence, devoid of any form of rigging, devoid of any form of stealing of ballot boxes, etc. Esteem fan will also pray that the will of God will be done in this election. That's the leaders that God Himself has selected for the people of Manitoba will win in this election and come into power. Anyone who is sponsored by the deep state, any wicked or selfish man who wants to take over the position and enforce his or her own selfish and evil works. Even now, esteemed family, as we intercede, we declare that they won't see any of the seats. They won't win any of the elections. Esteemed family, we pray for all young people because most of the time during elections, young people are used to cause violence. Young people are used to stand against their nations, their peace in their nation. So we pray for every young person in the country that these young people are not used for any form of evil and electoral violence. Esteemed family will pray that these elections will be free and fair, that the person God has elected for the country will win the seat and also through that the gospel will spread into every man's world in Canada. Esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from, kindly unmute your mic and intercede fervently towards this upcoming elections in October. Shakate, <laughs> Sadie, <laughs> 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 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for the forthcoming elections in Manito. Manitoba, Lepa Shaka Talaba, Lepa Seki Talaba. Father, we pray and we declare that this election is free and fair. We proclaim that Canada is rid of every, this election is rid of every form of rigging and corruption. And we declare peace with prosperity before, during, and after this election. Salvation and righteousness is exalted through this election in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for all young people in this country that they are not used to cause any form of violence, that they are not used to cause any form of corruption, any form of rigging and stealing of balance boxes in this season, that they enforce the will of God, that they are not used to perpetuate wickedness during and after this election, that these young people will stand by the country, that these young people will make sure that there is peace, that there is fairness in this election. Heavenly Father, we declare and come against the plans and counsel of the deep state. Their plans are neutralized and distorted in Canada in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. No corrupt individual with evil intentions will see or have access to any of the seats in the name of Jesus. We proclaim peace, peace with prosperity all over Canada in the name of Jesus. Even on the day of the elections, even on the day of the elections, so many people will be saved. So many people will be saved and come into the kingdom of God. 
God. Our ministry materials who spread like never before, who spread like never before. We are entering into every man's world with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Through the various leaders who will be elected to occupy the seats, the gospel will spread. The gospel will spread. Indeed, as a man of God has said, inspired by the Holy Spirit, that this is the year of decisions for the people of the world. Indeed, people are being saved in Canada before and after and during these elections. This election will be a huge milestone as salvation and righteousness will be exalted and the gospel will reach into every man's world. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for an answered prayer. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Once again, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank esteemed sister Amakama for this opportunity to lead in this session of intercessory prayers. I also want to use this opportunity to thank the prayer team, esteemed pastor Deborah Ma and esteemed sister Kelvin Nerisma for this opportunity. Esteemed family, thank each and every one of you availing yourselves once again to intercede for the nations of the world. Indeed, we are causing significant changes in these countries. We are speaking what we want to see in this country, and so will our words come to pass. Thank you. God bless each and every one of you, and I love you all so dearly. I also want to thank esteemed Pastor Debbie for sharing your screen. Thank you, family. I love each and every one of you. So so we'll move on to our worship and praise segment before our absolute review. And I'll be handing over to esteemed sister Abigail Ma to lead us in our worship and praise segment. Over to you, Ma. God bless you. We worship you, Lord. We praise your name, O Lord. Ma. Kalida Bazin the Shila Kadi Brazi the Sika Ebraba. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Oh, my dear we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Oh, sovereign God. We worship you. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Almighty God. We worship you. We worship you. 
sovereign God. Lord, we praise you, praise you, Lord, for
compares you, Lord. Mashaka, for all you have done for us. No one compares to you, oh Lord, only so bring God wherever you are child of God lift up those holy hands to him let praise, let worship go out from the recesses of your spirit. Makata ye malika bozene masunte likabaya. Ye basunte ye ke basunde. Pour your love on your God. Pour obeisance on him. Call him sweet names. Makata lekete intele mozanika boze basunte likabaya. Malikete masunde ente yikasunte intalike basunte. Sunde libaya, malakote indaye, malike bozana me senemo shinamo zegaba, indaye keba sunde. You are the beginning and the end. Kakaba sunde libaya, the one who curated but was not curated. Oh, monarch of the universe, awesome majesty, kababa. Father, we bow down in worship to you, O God. We exalt your name. Oh, we scream glory to you. Glory to you. Dominion, honor, majesty. You are awesome, O God. Oh, what a mighty God you are. Oh, Father, we worship you. Oh, Bakatali Kebo Shadabazunte Yikabaya. You are all that I need. You are all that I ever want. 
to God. Oh, Malika Boshintelebaya. You are my shepherd, oh God. You are my shepherd, oh God. I am a willing, self-giving animal. I am a willing, self-giving spirit to you. I am the sheep of your pasture, oh God. Oh, Malika I submit to your will the totality of me oh we submit to your will everything i am everything i am gonna ever be father i prostrate and lay it all before you oh god that your will may perpetually be done in my life forever 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 i worship you oh god in jesus name we have worshiped amen Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, thank you, dear esteemed oh, Sister Abigail Ma. Uh, uh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are everything and more to us. Glory, glory to you, O oh God. Forever we live to worship you, O God. Forever we live to worship you, O God. There is nothing that we can glorify in our lives above you, O God. Father, we give you all. We give you all, all of me, all of me to you, O God. All of me to you, like the sheep I follow. I follow the voice of my shepherd. I follow your voice, the instructions of the Holy Spirit. Oh, Father, I am prompted by your spirit. Ah. Uh, Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, esteemed family, for this opportunity once again. Whoa, thank you, dear esteemed Sister Makama, for the opportunity to take this session of the Rhapsody of Realities today. God bless you so much, Ma. Esteemed family, today is Tuesday, 7th of February, 2023. And while Pastor is talking to us today, he said, glorified in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not out of that worship session yet. You know, coming from last night, from that solemn read of the gates of Zion, and I've been meditating on it. I think that's what I was contemplating on even before I slept last night, you know talking about the sheep, you know, giving, following, just giving yourself up, following. And today, Pastor is talking about glorified in Christ. How can you fall and not be glorified? Just take a moment and think about it. How can you follow? How? How can you self-sacrifice and not be glorified in Christ and not find your place and not know your place? On that note, if you have not been connecting for the um, daily book review, you are missing so much. You are missing so much because these are the things that they shift and transform the contemplations of your spirit. They shift it. You begin to see yourself in brand new light. You give, you know, you communicate with the intents and the promptings of the spirit. I beseech us, brethren. 8 p.m. GMT plus one. You can't afford to be anywhere else except if you're in your zonal meetings or pastor's meetings. Any other place, you can't afford to be there except in that book review. 
So we will just quickly go into today's theme scripture. And this is a scripture that we can all, by this time, be able to say this is our sixth day. Colossians 1.27, we have been meditating on this scripture since the 2nd of February. Hallelujah. This is the second time it is coming up. This is the second time. This is the first scripture we read. Okay, second scripture we read in this month. And again, within one week, God is bringing it to us. The spirit of God is bearing witness to us again concerning this scripture. Do not take it for granted. The Bible says, to whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27. Pastor says, in his prayer to the Father in John 17, the Lord Jesus made some of the most enthralling statements that encapsulate his love for us and oneness with us. Think about, okay, just give me a minute, testing family. They think about what he said in verse 22. And the glory which thou givest me, I have given them, that they may be one even as we are one. This is huge. Jesus has given you glory. You know, glory means beauty, excellence, success, greatness, and prosperity. Glory includes health. The Bible says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. Third John 1 verse 2. God doesn't want you sick. He wants you healthy all the time. Did you hear that? He didn't say he wants you healthy sometimes. He wants you healthy all the time. There is a life of glory. That is a life of glory. That is a life of glory. You know, I'm just reminded of one particular Particular um, scripture of uh, meditation and affirmation during our 30 days of supernatural um, in, um, supernatural blessing. That I think that it is, I am healthy, I am wealthy. Today is a good day to meditate on it. Second Peter 1:3 says, according as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue. Your life is for the glory of God. He called us to glory and virtue. Your life is for the glory of God. Talking about you, the new creation. And the Bible says, moreover, whom he did predestinate. <laughs> if you're lying down, better sit down. <laughs> this is not one of those scriptures you take lying down. <laughs> Child of God, sit up. Hey, talking about you, the new creation, the Bible says, moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Hallelujah. <laughs> were you predestinated or did he call you did he justify you hey were you did you did, did you stop at being justified 
Did you come up to glory? <laughs> Did you come up to glory? Are you sure you are in the place of glory? Or are you still battling with the small, small village and demon from the village? Are you still battling with the economy of Nigeria? Are you still among those posting on your WhatsApp? We have seen Shege. Are you seeing Shege? Ah, ah, ah. Did you read that scripture? <laughs> Oh, Kabashimteli Kebaya, Romans 8.13. You've been glorified, child of God. You've been glorified. <laughs> Many Christians have believed God predestinated them, called them, and justified them, but not many. No, they've been glorified. Hey, Katalabaya. We are among the ones that know we've been glorified. Did we not make King Solomon look poor? as of 2022 and in 2023 he gave us a lifetime in one year and called us the prolific church what else are you waiting for to get out of the ashes of life what else what else tell yourself today i have been predestinated i was called i was justified and i have being glorified, glorified, not I am going to be, I have been. I have an exalted place in him. I live in glory above all the principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, wicked and unreasonable men. I live above the economy of this world. I am not of the economy of this world. There is no sickness that can tear through my flesh. There is no sickness that can pierce my mind. There is no sickness that can break down my spirit. I live above only and never beneath because Christ is in me. Ah. Manifest the glory of God in your job, in your finances, and in your family. Every so often declare, hey, hey, I am glorified in Christ. Second meditation for the day. I am glorified in Christ. The dominion of sin, darkness, and sickness is broken from my life. There is joy in my life and my home. I walk in the glory of God always. I walk in the glory of God always. Blessed be God forever. Blessed be God forever. Blessed be God forever. I am glorified in Christ. I am glorified in Christ. The dominion of sin, darkness, and sickness is broken from my life. There is joy in my life and in my home. There is joy in my finances. I go forward in joy. I go forward in joy. Mark the mountains they open up in singing and all the trees clap to me i walk in the glory of god always blessed be my father in heaven who has exalted me and glorified me in christ let this be the contemplations of your spirit today child of god as you go and conquer thank you all for being a part of this awesome time of fellowship with the lord Thank you, Jason, Sister Maka, for the opportunity, ma, to take this session of the Rhapsody of Reality. I will now hand over to dear esteemed um, Pastor Oyinima, who will take us in the confession and other studies. Over to you, esteemed ma. God bless you. Thank you so much, esteemed Deputy.
and glorified in Christ. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connecting from, I'll go back to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and I'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. Praise God. Hebrews 2.10, for it became him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. First Thessalonians 2.12, we exalt each one of you and encourage you and charge you to walk in a manner worthy of God, who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. Praise the Lord. Let's take the confession together. I was born to reign and manifest the glory of the kingdom of God in the earth. My life is the expression of divine beauty, excellence, success, and greatness. I'm glorified in Christ. Because I walk in health, prosperity, wholeness, and wellness. In Jesus' name, please, please, praise the Lord. We're going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are in the book of Matthew, chapter 26. Praise God. Caption, anointed for burial. When Jesus finished saying these things, he told his disciples, you know that the Passover comes in two days. That's when the Son of Man will be betrayed and handed over for crucifixion. At that very moment, a party of high priests and religious leaders was meeting in the chamber of the chief priest named Sapphires, conspiring to seize Jesus by seats and kill him. They agreed that it would not be done during Passover week. We don't want a riot on our hands, he said. Jesus was at Bethany, a guest of Simon the leper. A woman came up to him as he was eating dinner and anointed him with a very bottle, with a bottle of very expensive perfume. When the disciples saw that, saw what was happening, they were furious. That's criminal. This could have been sold for a lot, and the money handed out to the poor. When Jesus realized what was going on, he intervened. Why are you giving this woman a hard time? Hard time. She has just done something wonderfully significant for me. You will have the poor with you every day for the rest of your lives, but not me. When she poured this perfume on my body, what she really did was anoint me for burial. You can be sure that wherever in the whole world the message is preached, what she has just done to be remembered and admired. That is when one of the 12, the one named Judas Iscariot, went to the cabal of the high priest and said, what will you give me if I hand him over to you? They settled on 30 silver pieces. He began looking for just the right moment to hand him over. Caption, the traitor. On the first of the days of unleaving bread, the disciples came to Jesus and said, where did you want us to prepare your Passover meal? He said, enter the city, go up to a certain man and say, the teacher says, my time is near. I and my disciples plan to celebrate the Passover meal 
at your house. The disciples followed Jesus' instructions to the latter and prepared the Passover meal. After sunset, he and the twelve were sitting around the table, drained the meal. He said, I have something hard but important to say to you. One of you is going to hand me over to the conspirators. They were stunned and they began to ask one after another, Is it me? Is it master? Sorry, it isn't me. Is it master? Jesus answered. The one who hands me over is someone I eat with daily. One who passes me food at the table. In one sense, the Son of Man is entering into a way of treachery, well marked by the scriptures. No surprises here. In another sense, that man who turns him in turns straight up to the Son of Man. Better never to have been born than to do this. Then Judas already turned traitor, said, It isn't me, is it, Rabbi? Jesus said, Don't play games with me, Judas. Caption, the bread and the cup. During the meal, Jesus took and blessed the bread, broke it, and gave it to his disciples. Take it, this is my body. Taking the cup, thanking God, he gave it to them. Drink this, all of you. This is my blood. God's new covenant poured out for many people for the forgiveness of sins. I will not be drinking wine from this cup again until that new day when I will drink with you in the kingdom of my father. They sang a hymn and went directly to Mount Olives. Thank you, Sister Maka, for this opportunity. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. I'm going to hand over to Esteem Brother John. You have a prolific day, everybody. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from. I'd like to start by thanking the esteemed Sister Maka for this great opportunity to take the Old Testament reading. Thank you, esteemed Sister Kelvin Neris, for an awesome Rhapsody exhortation. Thank you, esteemed Pastor Nini, for a beautiful New Testament read. And thank you, Pastor Ndapandula, for sharing your screen. Glory to God. Today, we'll be reading Exodus chapters 32 and 33. Uh, Exodus 32, caption, make gods for us. When the people realized that Moses was taking forever in coming down off the mountain, they rallied around Aaron and said, do something, make gods for us who will lead, make gods for us who will lead us. That Moses, the man who got us out of Egypt, who knows what's happened to him. So Aaron told them, take off the gold rings from the ears of your wives and sons and daughters and bring them to me. They all did. They removed the gold rings from their ears and brought them to Aaron. He took the gold rings from their hands and cast it in the form of a calf, shaping it with an engraving tool. This is the same Aaron. No? <laughs> 
The people responded with enthusiasm. These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up from Egypt. Aaron, taken in, taken in the situation, built an altar before the calf. Aaron then announced, tomorrow is a feast day to God. Early the next morning, the people got up and offered whole burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. The people sat down to eat and drink and then began to party. It turned into a wild party. God spoke to Moses, go, get down there. <laughs> Your people whom you brought up from the land of Egypt have fallen to pieces. <laughs> In no time at all, They've turned away from the way I commanded them. They made a molten calf and worshipped it. They've sacrificed to it and said, These are the gods, O Israel, that brought you up from the land of Egypt. God knows everything. God sees everything. Hallelujah. Verse 9. God said to Moses, I look at these people. Oh, what a stubborn, hard-headed people. Let me alone, let me alone now. Give my anger free reign to burst into flames and incinerate them. But I'll make a great nation out of you. Oh, hallelujah. What a man Moses was. 11. Moses tried to calm his God. <laughs> Moses tried to calm his God down. He said, Why? God, would you lose your temper with your people? Why you brought them out of Egypt in a tremendous demonstration of power and strength? Why let the Egyptians say he had it in for them? He brought them out so he could kill them in the mountains, wipe them right off the face of the earth. Stop your anger, <laughs> Moses said. Think twice before bringing evil against your people. Think of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants to whom you gave your word, telling them, I will give you many children, as many as the stars in the sky, and I'll give this land to your children as their land forever. And God did, and God did think twice. He decided not to do the evil he had threatened against his people. Moses turned around and came down from the mountain, carrying the two tablets of the testimony. The tablets were written on both sides, front and back. God made the tablets and God wrote the tablets, engraved them. When Joshua heard the sound of the people shouting noisily, he said to Moses, that's the sound of war in the camp. But Moses said, those aren't songs of victory and those aren't songs of defeat. I hear songs of people throwing a party. And that's what it was. When Moses came near to the camp and saw the calf and the people dancing, his anger, fled, his anger flared. He threw down the tablets and smashed them to pieces. <laughs> At the foot of the mountain, he took the calf that they had made, melted it down with fire, pulverized it to powder, then scattered it on the water and made the Israelites, the Israelites drink it. 
Moses said to Aaron, what on earth did these people ever do to you that you involved them in this huge sin? Aaron said, Master, don't be angry. You know these people and how set on evil they are. They said to me, make us gods who will lead us. This Moses, the man who brought us out of Egypt, we don't know what's happened to him. So I said, who has gold? And they took off their jewelry and gave it to me. I threw it in the fire and out came this calf. Moses saw that the people were simply running wild. Aaron had let them run wild, disgracing themselves before their enemies. He took up a position at the entrance to the camp and said, whoever is on God's side, join me. All the Levites stepped up. He then told them, God's, he then told them, God's orders, the God of Israel, of Israel, strap on your swords and go to work. Crisscross the camp from one end to the other. Kill brother, friend, neighbor. The Levites carried out Moses' order. 3,000 of the people were killed that day. Moses said, you confirmed your ordination today and at great cost, even killing your sons and brothers. And God has blessed you. The next day, Moses addressed the people. You have sinned an enormous sin, but I am going to go up to God. Maybe I'll be able to clear you of your sin. Moses went back to God and said, this is terrible. These people have, these people have sinned. It's an enormous sin. They made gods of gold for themselves. And now, if you will only forgive your sin, but if not, erase me out of the book you've written. Oh, 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 oh. God said to Moses, I'll only erase from my book those who sin against me. For right now, you go and lead the people to where I told you. Look, my angel is going ahead of you. On, on the day, though, when I settle accounts, their sins will certainly be part of the settlement. God sent a plague on the people because of the calf they and Aaron had made. Chapter 33. God said to Moses, now go, now go, get on your way from here, you and the people you brought up from the land of Egypt. Head for the land which I promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I will send an angel ahead of you, and I will drive out the Canaanites. Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. It's a land flowing with milk and honey, but I won't be with you in person. You're such a stubborn, hard-headed people, lest I destroy you on the journey. When the people heard this harsh verdict, they were plunged into gloom and wore long faces. No one put on jewelry. <laughs> God said to Moses, tell the Israelites, you're one hard-headed people. I couldn't stand being with you for even a moment. I'll destroy you. 
So take off all your jewelry until I figure out what to do with you. So the Israelites stripped themselves of their jewelry from Mount Horeb, from Mount Horeb on. Moses used to take the tent. Moses, sorry, I'll take that again. Moses used to take the tent and set it up outside the camp, some distance away. He called it the tent of meeting. Anyone who sought God would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. It went, it went like this. When Moses would go to the tent, all the people would stand at attention. Each man would take his position at the entrance to his tent with his eyes on Moses until he entered the tent. Whenever Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud descended to the entrance of the tent, to the entrance to the tent, and God spoke with Moses. All the people would see the pillar of cloud at the entrance to the tent, stand at attention, and then bow down in worship. Each man at the entrance to his tent. And God spoke with Moses face to face as neighbors speak to one another. When he would return to the camp, his attendant, <coughs> sorry, when he would return to the camp, his attendant, the young man, Joshua, stayed. He didn't leave the tent. Moses said to God, look, you tell me, lead these people, but you don't let me know whom you're going to send with me. You tell me, I know you well and you are special to me. If I am so special to you, let me in your let me in on your plans. That way I will continue being special to you. Don't forget this is your people, your responsibility. God said, My presence will go with you. I'll see the journey to the end. Moses said, If your presence doesn't take the lead here, call this trip off right now. <laughs> Moses was bold. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the Lord was his friend, his best friend and shepherd. Glory to God. How else will it be known that you're with me in this, with me and your people? Are you traveling with us or not? How else will we know that we are special? I and your people among all other people on this planet Earth. God said to Moses, all right, just as you say, this also I will do. For I know you well, and you are special to me. I know you by name. <clears throat> Moses said, please let me see your glory. God said, I'll make my goodness pass right in. I'll make my goodness pass right in front of you. I'll call out the name. God right before you. I'll treat well whomever I want to treat well, and I'll be kind to whomever I want to be kind. God continued, but you may not see my face. No one can see me and leave. God said, look, here is a place right beside me. Put yourself on this rock. When my glory passes by, I'll put you in the cleft of the rock and cover you with my hand until I've passed by. Then I'll make my hand away and you'll see my back. 
but you won't see my face. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you also very much. I'd like to thank the esteemed Sister Maka again for this great opportunity. I'll now hand over to the esteemed Brother Martins for the affirmation and communion segment. Thank you also very much. Do have a prolific day. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Emmanuel. Just um, a little clarity on the scriptural passage that we just read. Um, sometimes you you have to understand the context and the background story of certain instructions. In the first chapter, that's um, chapter 32, when, um, by the way, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Thank you for joining today's devotion again. Always a beautiful time of fellowship with you all. So in chapter 32, when... Um, Moses had come down and then, you know, he called out to the Israelites and he said, who is on the Lord's side? And he said that the Levites should, um, the Levites came and he told them to pick up their sword and to go into the camp and to kill brother, friend, family member, anything. Well, if you notice when they went in, the Bible recorded that they killed only 3000 people. But the Israelite camps were millions of people. So what exactly happened? Who were the people that were killed? Is it that God was so angry that he wanted to kill people? This is exactly what happened. Now, you know that when people are doing something wrong, um, if you read this translation, this um, um, that chapter in many translations, when he says that they rose to party and they rose to play, the word play, they were actually having um, sexual relations with themselves. That's what the, the word translated play means. Um, that's exactly what they were doing. So it was more like a, a strip club. So they were doing many things in that place. Now, when Moses showed up, you know, when you are doing something wrong and maybe your leader shows up and then um, you know what you are doing is wrong already, then the presence of your leader that is upset about the wrong that you have done didn't move you to stop. So even while Moses was talking, there were people that continued what they were doing. So those were the people that Moses ordered that because um, God was already angry and Moses knew that God was about to strike the camp. So what he needed to do was to stop the anger of God because if God struck the camp, the whole people were dead. So he came to rebuke them so that the wrath of God was not going to come upon them. But there were some, some people in the congregation who were not listening to him, who acted as though he was not there. And they continued to play. I already defined what to play mean, meant. Those people needed to be stopped before the rot of, rot of God, we hit the camp. Those were the 3,000 people that fell. So he ordered the Levites to go into the camp. If you find somebody who is still misbehaving, despite what I am saying at this moment, to deliver you people from the rot of God, please destroy them before the rot of God destroys the people. That's exactly what happened. So you need to understand the context of the story and exactly what played out. That is why you will notice 
when they were done, he praised them and he, he let, let's go to that, that the scripture track. Who, who was, who was, who had it up? Um, chapter 32, there was a blessing that Moses proclaimed on them. I want us to see it so that you hear what he said. Trying to get the verse. Exodus 32. You know, if, if the other came in, in verse 27, he, he then told them, God's others, the God of Israel, strap on your swords and go to work. Crisscross the camp from one end to the other. Kill brother, friend, neighbor. That is whoever is still misbehaving. Don't care who he is to you. Kill them. When they were done, he said, the 28, the Levites carried out Moses' others. 3,000 of the people were killed that day. Moses said, you confirmed your ordination today and at great cost, even killing your sons and brothers and God has blessed you. So these guys, when they went into the congregation, they didn't think who the person was. If that person was still playing, I defined what plays for you. They went after them because they had to choose to destroy those guys or to allow the word of God come on them. You see, if you listened to, um, um, was it, which message did we listen to yesterday? Seven factors for a healthy spiritual life, right? Do you remember the pastor was talking about reverence? Who remembers? I think that that was number seven. Who remembers? We're going to get to that segment today. But I, I, I want to get it out. Pastor said something. Was it was it that one or it was seven virtues of persistent pro, um, product, um, productivity? No, it wasn't. It wasn't the healthy spiritual life. Pastor made made um, made a statement about reverence. I think it was where he was talking about live and conduct yourself in a manner that's worthy of the Lord, pleasing Him in all things. I think he was in that place, and he was talking about reverence. And he was talking about how we conduct ourselves. He said, always remember that you are before God and before the angels. You know, Moses had just come down from where God was. Moses was carrying, he, he was hosting a presence. In fact, his presence in the congregation was trouble for them. They needed to call themselves to other. But some guys will call the bluff of Moses. You see, it's the same thing that happens today. We had global service, right? Pastor was talking about our wedding receptions. There are weddings that have held after then that, still, that, that, that were still irreverent, that still played worldly song. Then, then sometimes you will just hear that something nasty happened to that Christian. This is it. This is it. The Bible says the days of ignorance, God will forgive. But now he calls us to repentance. After pastor has held a global service and then spoke to us about the worldliness of our parties and of our reception, then a Christian who was in that service, a member would have the audacity to hold another party and to play worldly music. You think actions will not be taken against the person. Brothers and sisters, we live by principles in our kingdom. That's exactly what's played out. 
then I, I, are you a leader like Aaron? I've talked about leadership again and again in this house. Are you like Aaron? You cannot, you cannot resist opposition. You cannot stand somebody being against you. You see, you cannot be a success for God if you don't have staying power. If you are not principled, if you are not somebody that I have told you again and again, I said, if you were a hundred people, if you were a million people and every other person was going in the wrong direction. And according to the scriptures, you know that this is the wrong direction. If it were only you that has to stand in the right direction, would you stand? It was the whole congregation against Aaron and he fell for it and he was the priest. Oh, he was the priest. He was the priest anointed of God. He was the priest chosen of God, called of God. Yet he fell. He fell. He could not stand opposition. Ah, shalakosa kabaya. Are there not many leaders like this? Because you corrected a member and the member insulted you insulted you oh yes you are senior to the person you are not met by age even in ministry this member just joined church two years ago the member insulted you called you names and then you made a vow that you will never correct a member in your life again as a leader you are like Aaron you cannot stand opposite see there's nothing you want to tell me there's nothing people who know me they know me here I can stand before any panel the truth is the truth and i will tell anybody i don't care your age i don't care your office if i need to stand for the truth i'll stand for the truth i will choose god over you because irrespective of your office and your age god is higher than you so i choose to stand with god at all times don't be like aaron who, 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 cannot, who cannot stand resistance who cannot stand opposition if they stone you let them stone you We have to be so bold that if we, if we have to give our lives for this gospel, we'll give our lives. Social media pressure, many Christians cannot stand it. They called you name on social media. You, you are joking. <laughs> call me whatever you want to call me. I don't care who you are and I don't care what you say. These things didn't start today. Where did Aaron's ministry end him? Where did his ministry end him? Brothers and sisters, the scriptures are for us to see that there is a way the life in Christ is lived. These are even people of the Old Testament and God will not tolerate it. In the New Testament, he said, do we continue in, in sin so that grace may abound? Paul said, God forbid. God forbid. Are there things that God has corrected us about again and again? We have shown you from the scripture that indecent dressing is not right. Do you still show up with your indecent dressing in church? Do you still go to the tailors to make indecent dress for that party? You want to go and slay. You are supposed to be giving life, but you say you are going to slay. The words that we use, you are going to slay. Then one day you are driving and you hit somebody. You went to slay. You don't know where these things came from and how a spirit of death was following you because you said you were going to sleep. In this kingdom, we live before God and before the angels. Nobody may be there, but there is a life. There is a way we live. Pastor thought about it. 
in those two messages. There is a way we live. There is a way we conduct ourselves. We don't just live anyhow. We don't just talk anyhow. We don't just act anyhow. We don't just go anywhere. Pastor said, when you become a Christian, there are places you cannot go anymore. Pastor made a statement. He said, some of the things, when we say, don't do them, it's not because they are wrong. He said, because they are not excellent. Who heard that statement? I heard it very well. Somebody you say, to kiss is a sin. To do this is a sin. Okay, this clothes I wore now, am I going to go to hell because I wore the clothes? It's a sin. He said, it's not because it's wrong. It's not excellent. Drop it. Drop it because you were called onto a higher life. When you become a Christian, you become a new Christian. You, are, you belong in a new kingdom. You are not in the place with the people of the world. You are not the same people. You don't have the same principles. You don't have the same standards. You don't live in the same kingdom. Live like the people of our kingdom. Act like the people of our kingdom. And be bold about your Christianity. When you show up in a place, can people tell that you are a Christian? Or the gate man will insult you the way he will insult a prostitute because he doesn't know you are a Christian. You didn't dress like one. You didn't show up like one. You show up with all the nose rings all around your nose. You say, okay, because I'm wearing nose rings, will I go to hell? No, you will not go to hell. But there's a decency about our lives. There's a way we dress. Why is he insulting you, prostitute? You pierced all your ear holes. You pierced all your nose. You have piercing everywhere. So he cannot identify you as a Christian. Why? There's a way Christians dress. There are piercings Christians don't pierce. It's as simple as that. It's not a, see, in this kingdom, it's not a matter of in heaven or going to hell. Do you understand? That's not, that's not the debate. There is so much at stake. There is a world that we must Christianize. There is a world that we must show how to live the Christian life. If we're still debating dressing with you, we're still debating piercing with you, we're still debating all those leg chains and everything. You have chains from the top of your head to the tip of your toes. We're still debating all of those things to you. You will wear waist beads. You will not still cover it. You will do, you will do show your, show, what do you call it? Show your tummy. And you are, you are swinging your waist on the road. The guy calls you name and you are wondering. It's because there's a way, even the unbeliever knows that there's a way a Christian behaves. And now, I know that now some of you be asking, what's wrong with waist speed? What's wrong with neck, um, leg chain? What's wrong with that? Like I told you, it's not because they are wrong. There's just an excellent way of life. There's just an excellent way of life. There are things that we would. Okay, have you seen um, um, your, your <laughs> which of your pastors have you seen with um, waist beads, which show your tummy with all the piercings? I want to know if you have any pastor that has um, several ear piercings and several nose piercings. I want to know because I've not seen any of them. At least I go to every ministry program. I've never come across one pastor that has six piercings in their, on their ears and, and, and three piercings on their nose. I've not seen. That means pastor didn't raise them like that. At least they are the closest to pastor. They are the ones in all the pastor's meetings. MBTC is going on right now. If they cannot be our example, then who should be our example? You say, oh, I don't, I, I'm not with Pastor Chris. I don't know what Pastor Chris is talking about, telling them about. But as you listen to the message, all these messages you are listening to, they are old messages. You have to make up your mind, the kind of life you want to live, excellent or regular. In every place, <laughs> say, when, when you, have you, you know those invitations that they'll tell you regular ticket, VIP, VVIP, hmm? table for 10, table for eight. Where, where are you there? I'm at the toppest table, VVIP. <laughs> that table for 10, if that's the highest table, that's where I bank. <laughs> that's where I stay. 
My standards are the highest. I go for the highest standards in God's kingdom. You want to dwell for the regular where God just accepts you. Uh, God accepts me the way I am. Yes, God accepts you the way I am. Or do you want to grow? Do you want to be the one that when God wants to go and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he shows up in your house and he's telling you, hmm, see what I want to do. We are in this world right now. Do you know what God is going to do tomorrow? Do you know what is going to happen in America next tomorrow? Do you know what's going to happen in Israel? Are you current in the kingdom? Do you have information? Are you in those meetings, those secret meetings where God talks to people about what's going to be doing in the world? Or you are the, you are the regular guy on the streets that does not know that they plan to hit that, that area. Do you know that every time they want to hit an area, every time they want to attack a community, there, there are insiders that know. Are you aware? Can you foresee evil? Or can you foresee good? Can you tell who will be president? Not by social media campaign, but by the will of God. And can you enforce it? in the place of prayer and of prophecy. There's a life to be lived. There's a life to be lived, brothers and sisters. Wake up and come up hither. If, in case you have not, because many of us here have come up hither. We don't talk about these things anymore. They are, they are things of the past. You may have grown up in a culture where there's a lot of worldliness. Choose the way of God, even if you are the only one that is standing. Brother Martins, over to you. I just needed to clarify that scripture so that you understand that God is not a wicked God. Something actually played out. And this is how sometimes people die every day in the world. Who are, who are those who die? They chose, the, I hope you know they chose themselves for death. They chose themselves for death by their words and by their actions. We are going to slay. We are going to slay. You now find yourself amongst the people that are slain. Statements that some Christians will make you wonder who gave birth to them. Dress to kill. Did you see it in Proverbs? When we were reading Proverbs, we were talking about that woman, dressed to kill. So there's such a thing as dress to kill. <laughs> ah, dude, this, this, this party here, we go, go there, we, we dress to kill, we want to, we, 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 they go slay. <laughs> you have category. There's a scripture in Proverbs that defines you because you used your mouth to choose yourself in that place. And the things that happen to such people, you have said that it is allowed to happen to you. Watch your mouth, watch your choices, watch your lifestyle. Watch it. Why in dangerous times, your adversary is not smiling. Devil is not smiling. He's not giving you an opportunity to live a good life. He's not. He's giving you all the traps, throwing all the traps at you so that you are distracted in your Christian life. Have you noticed that more than 70% of the movies on Netflix now are now seasonal movies? The goal is so that, when, the thing about seasonal movies is that when you watch episode one, you want to know what happened in episode two. You want to know. So you don't want to stop. And before you know it, one week back to back, you need to finish a season. One week, you did not plan it. But because from episode five, you must find out what is on episode six. It's intentional. It's, it's part of the devil's strategy of distraction in the last days. That's why I've warned you. Stay away. I'm not saying don't watch movies, but if you don't have self-control, it's one of the things that Pastor taught us in Seven Virtues of Persistent Productivity. He said, have self-control. It is you. It's inside you. Have self-control. 
Pastor talked about a woman who has five children for five men. He said she lacks self-control. Isn't the message? I told the follow project a message again. I beg you with all, see, with everything that I am, I have. I beg you in 2023, follow project a message a day. If you are too busy for project a message a day, you are too busy for God. You are too busy for God and God cannot use you. There are many things that will not be fulfilled in your life this year. You just have another year that will come and pass. I beg you in the name of God. It will change your life. It will mold you. The word of God, it, it says it will build you up. It will be, if you are weak in any area, if you are weak emotionally, maybe any guy that asks you out, your answer is yes. The next thing you've slept with them, if you are weak in that area, the word of God will build you up. You become tough. You become strong. You will have self-control. Any area that you are weak, it will strengthen you. It's the ministry of the word. But until you give yourself to the word, it cannot help you. It can't. It has to help you, but you have to show up. Please post the, um, first and foremost, can we have the, the link to the, for those of you who haven't joined the, Please, this BM Telegram group, is that the new link, Sister Grace? If that's not the new link, please delete it. There's a new link for, um, can you respond? I want to see you in the, I want to see your um, response in the chat. The, the first link, is that the new link? Because we've changed the link to the group. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, so those are the links. Inspired by the word Telegram group, if you are if you are not there, that's the you remember we deleted everybody from the group. So if you are not there, click on the link to join. Then the next one is Project a Message a Day for WhatsApp. The next one is Project a Message a Day for Telegram. Then we have the Book of Proverbs study. Um, we have the ROR review on Instagram, and then we have the ROR review on King's Chat. The ROR review on King's Chat. How many of you are following it? And do you reshare it? Do you reshare it? There are many people in your contact that need to read those reviews. The, are you aware that there are people that don't read Rhapsody? They are in ministry, they don't read Rhapsody. The concept of the review is to provoke them to go back and read. That's the goal. So try as much as possible, put a notification so that every time we post, we post the reviews every day so that you can reshare it. On Instagram, you can share it on your, on your story so that others can see it. Brothers and sisters, we are ready for the life of the kingdom. It's one of the, the last and um, one of the last sets of your love word. Pastor was teaching us about life in the kingdom. Can somebody help us confirm what season and what face? Face season, what face what? Because we want to, we need to go back to those messages. Maybe in this month or in the month of March, we'll put it in the project in message today, but we need to even try and see how we can get the messages themselves. I know they're on PCDL. Somebody should help us find which season and what face. There's a life in the kingdom. Don't live another life. Don't live another life. This is the year of differentiation. Differentiate yourself. Differentiate yourself. I think I've used up my time at the end, so I can as well just pray over the tithes and then I can hand over to esteemed Brother Martins. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to tithe every day. Thank you because... The word says, if we bring all the tithes into your storehouse, that there may be meat, there may be food in your house. You said, you would open the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing wherein there is not enough room to contain. The blessing is already in us and it is working. 
If it takes the sight to activate the blessings for many in the house today, it is so. It is so. We declare that the tithes are sanctified by the Holy Spirit and acceptable unto you. In the mighty and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Send your tithes to your churches accordingly as you usually would do. Um, use your church accounts, use your church king's pay code, SP code, whatever it is that you use. And if it's cash, take your all your tithes to church on Sunday or on Wednesday as the case may be. All right, so I'll hand over to um, esteemed Brother Martins and then Pastor Deborah will pray for the celebrants and the first timers and then we'll end the meeting. Thank you, everyone. God bless. Thank you so much, Justin Stamaka. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from, I will still say thank you so much to you, Justin Stamaka. You know, um, <laughs> many times we don't understand these things. We, 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 it's not even as though we don't understand. It's in the Bible. We play a blind eye. Every day, the same words, the same instruction, even pastor will say the same thing. It's so painful. It's really painful. When you hear her say she was crying, it's really painful. And you will still fight her. Many people will still fight her. It's painful. What is there? Change. I have changed. And there's still a whole lot about me that needs to be amended. But make the effort. Praise God. Make the effort. Let me quickly say this. I was ministering to somebody yesterday, a Muslim guy. And the guy said something to my face. I was thrown backwards, as in, I didn't know what to say. He said, Christian women that come to preach to his wife to convert her, they've been preaching to her. But the thing the wife keeps saying is, she would dress and cover her body as a Muslim, respect the decency of her body. Now, this Christian that is showing her breast and showing up part of her body is coming to preach to her that if this God that they serve is the one that makes them dress like this, she's not ready for the God. You can imagine how many souls we have lost by just dressings. Praise God forevermore. At this point, we'll be going into the affirmation segment of our meeting. On the screen, you have our meditation for today. Praise God. First, Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. To whom God will make known what is the riches of the mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. To whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentile, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. To whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentile, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So this morning we'll be taking uh, affirmation 20 times and it's on the screen. Christ is in me. Praise God. So let's go. Christ is in me. 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 
Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Glory to God forevermore. I declare that Christ is in me. I am conscious that Christ is in me. Take hoof, brack, leisure, wreck, and the is Alingros of Rotulia. Bliron goes gay, Jacrozco, Bragadija, and Niger Telegrity. At this point, we're going straight to the communion segment. Our text is, book, is taken from the book of First Corinthians, chapter 11, verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you. Thank you for the bread that will break this day, the communion of the body of Christ. Lord, as we break this bread, we decree in the name of the Lord Jesus. That this month of, of possession, this month where we turn our inheritance into possession, oh, we receive gladly. We walk in the light of your word. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Praise God. After the seminar, so he took the cup and he stopped saying, this cup is a New Testament in my blood. This is the year after so drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you too show the lost death till he come. Oh, shaka talabaya. Reggae baron the sovereignty. Yesterday, a very dear sister sent me a message. Her child was having some medical complications. But Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus, as we take this cup, we speak perfection to that child. That newborn baby is perfect in the name of the Lord Jesus. And every infirmity, Zagabaragaduri, Bogus Kendradia, Lakain, the Kendagidahandura, Kuskadila Baraduria. Even now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we speak perfection from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Oh, we declare eternal life in your being. No infirmity can stay by the power of the Holy Ghost. Go ahead and take the cup now. Seek it by Shatalabaya. Glory to God forevermore. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Thank you so much, everyone. And thank you once again, Esteem Stamaka, for this wonderful privilege. Over to you, Esteem Pastor Deborah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Wow. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Bartons. Thank you so much, esteemed Stamaka. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wow. It's celebration time. 
Okay, so I have a celebrant here, but your name is FSI, FSI. I'm not sure how we're going to do that. Good morning. Please share with us your birthdays, your special days. You want us to celebrate with you, your anniversary, the birthdays of your loved ones. Please come to the chat room and post it so we can celebrate with you. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. And if this is your first time joining us, please, we would like to uh, meet you and know you and welcome you. Let us know your full name, what state or city you're connected from if you are in Nigeria and who invited you. If you're outside Nigeria, just let us know the country. Praise God. Sister Kamu Speed says, today is my cousin's birthday. His name is Abudi. Abudi. Happy birthday to your cousin. We love you so much. Okay, Sister Titi Lopez says, today is my teacher's registration council of Nigeria induction. Congratulations, congratulations. Sister Whitney says, it's my birthday today. Happy, happy birthday. Dear Sister Whitney, happy birthday. Glory to God. Um, Sister Jennifer Francis says, today is the birthday of my baby niece. Her name is Rose Michael. Happy birthday to Rose Michael. Happy, happy birthday to her. Okay, so celebrating Mrs. My wife, Mrs. Ifunaya David. Okay, so this must be Mr. David. <laughs> Today is her birthday from my husband, Mr. Edwin David from the FCT Abuja. Okay, Mr. Edwin David. <laughs> Thank you so much. We celebrate your wife with you. Um, I guess she might be on the call with you. Happy, happy birthday, ma'am. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. Glory to God. Wow. <laughs> Praise God. Okay, so yesterday was my sister's birthday. Her name is Bumi from Sister Cutie Pearl. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Ah, okay, she's big mommy too. <laughs> happy, happy birthday to big mommy. Glory to God, glory to God. So we have a birthday in the house. Happy, happy, happy birthday. We love you so much. Do we have any first-timers? Do we have any first-timers who would like to welcome you? We are glad that you're here with us today, fellowshipping with us and increasing in the knowledge of God's word. So we love you. We love you also very much. We love you, Mrs. Sifunaya. We love you, Sister Whitney. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, Brother Mattis says, yesterday was my sister, <laughs> the birthday of my sister, Sister Peace, the excellent world-class photographer. <laughs> yes, we're celebrating Sister Peace. Glory to God. Okay, so we're going to 
pray right now, dear Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. La crosa pale gisto frigizo mantakila grasta legizo bradeis caligrondo supla duja navagadej dos kabaya legorondo zevregedusta ake kabaya. We thank you for our dear celebrants. Dear Mrs. Ifunaya and Sister Whitney, Liko Bandelion Seteki Kabaya, we thank you for their life. It's from glory to glory, from grace to grace, from beauty to beauty, from splendor to splendor. And in this year of the prolific church, each and every one of them are prolific prolific in their lives, prolific in every aspect, expressing the excellence of God, the excellency of God, everywhere they go, now is the set time for their proliferation, and they proliferate, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, now we thank you, for our dear brother who's joining us today, brother Franklin Kifem from Cameroon, who was invited by brother Emmanuel Leonga. Lord, we thank you. Yes, hallelujah. He's increasing in his knowledge of the word of God. He's standing stronger, firmer, bolder with the gospel. Hallelujah. He's built up. An edifice in the kingdom. He's built up strong. Full of the word of God. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear sweet spirit of God. We love and adore you. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. We love you. We love you. We love you. God bless you all. Okay. Right now, we'd like to. would like for you to unmute your mics as we round off, as we share the grace in fellowship. Um, the grace of our Lord Jesus, I